Hey there, sister. Welcome to Girl Out of Order, a podcast for women like me taking actual steps to more fully embrace their unique selves and stop trying to fit into someone else's mold. I'm your girl, Christine, and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, lawyer, and mama to my very own girl gang. I am fired up to help women transform what seems broken into the fuel they need to become the champions of their own damn lives. On Girl Out of Order, you'll find a community without comparison, a place where you can come as you are, but leave changed and inspired to never again deny a single part of your beautiful self in a quest to fit in. So if you're tired of feeling like you're too much and yet never enough, Girl Out of Order is your home. When you start believing that not fitting in is the perfect fit, contentment, vision, and joy will surely follow. So girls, if you're ready to do the brave work, come on in and let's get started. Welcome back to Girl Out of Order. I'm so thankful that you have joined me today because I'm going to be sharing a message that is just straight from my heart. Not only is it straight from my heart, but it is the essence of Girl Out of Order. The message I want to talk to you about today is so foundational to why I started Girl Out of Order to begin with. Remember, at Girl Out of Order, not fitting in is the perfect fit. What does that mean? Well, what that means is that you do not change who you are how you were designed to fit into anybody else's mold. So today on episode 21, I'm so excited, we're in the 20s, we are going to be talking about shape-shifting. We are going to be talking about what it means to no longer consent to contorting your beautiful self to fit into someone else's mold. Shape-shifting dies here. Contortion dies here. Radical self-acceptance lives in girls who are out of order. And I know you're one of them, and I'm so thankful that you joined me. I hope you were able to tune into our last series called Dream Chasers and get to know amazing women who are running hard after unconventional dreams, who are breaking out of the mold and are just simply following what they know they have been called to do. That is a girl out of order. That is a girl, a woman, a badass who refuses to become what others expect her to be because she knows she was born for, destined for, created for more different and better. And so now I just want to take a time without being in the midst of a series. I'm sitting on my front porch. You can probably hear some birds chirping. You might occasionally hear a dog barking, but I am showing up as I am in my passion, which is to help women, including myself and my own girl gang for Chloe, Chelsea, Delaney, and Sophie, to radically self-accept who they are and how they were designed. Why is this so important to me? Well, to give you a little bit of background, when I was little, I know it probably wasn't going to shock a lot of you, but I was told I was too much. I was too loud. I was too bold. I was too brash. I was too um, 
ambitious. I, I was too everything. And yet I was also told subtly and then not so subtly that I was never enough. I wasn't pretty enough, smart enough, uh, sharp enough, wise enough. It just, I grew up feeling so torn in between these two ideals. I never quite fit in. And yet I always knew that I was made this way, designed this way, born this way. And I just never ever got comfortable with accepting how others wanted me to be. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean that I did not experience a tremendous amount of pain and abandonment and self-doubt as a result of trying to contort myself for acceptance. Can you relate to that? Can you relate to showing up in the world less than you truly are? Can you relate to showing up and taking up an amount of space that you know is not congruent with who you are? I know you can because I work with women every single day and there is such a common theme of I don't know who I am, I don't know where I fit, and I'm stuck. Can you relate to being stuck? Let me be bold here and just suggest that maybe your stuckness has more to do with your refusal to accept yourself than it does with outside influences. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is sometimes, and I think more often than not, we become stuck in the quicksand of other people's expectations. But they don't necessarily push us into the quicksand. I could not help using the quicksand example because I grew up in the 70s and 80s. And if you grew up during that time, I'm pretty sure, like me, you were convinced that quicksand was literally everywhere and was one of the greatest threats to humankind. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it, look it up. Quicksand, I swear to God, my whole childhood and probably well into my adulthood, I believe was not only a real thing, but was pervasive. So I'm going to go with that example. Because when I think about us becoming stuck, Quicksand is just a really great word picture. It's a powerful metaphor for what it means for a woman's life to conform and contort to expectations and values and lack of values that do not congruently reflect who she is. Think about it. Now, again, if you didn't grow up in the 70s, 80s, maybe you're not as familiar with quicksand, but it's an easy Google search. When I used to watch these sitcoms or programs where people would magically fall into quicksand, the really interesting part about quicksand is that you fall in and you don't sink immediately. Again, I don't know if this is real. Please don't judge me. But you don't sink immediately. It takes a couple minutes for you to realize what's happening because you try to pick up your feet and move. And all of a sudden you can't move, but then you start to panic. And what happens when you panic in real or fictitious quicksand, 
you start to sink faster and faster and faster. You become suffocated and pretty soon you can't move your limbs. And then, of course, you know, in the horrible programs I probably shouldn't have been watching as a child, you go under and it's lights out. I'm using the word quick or the phrase quicksand. That's not a phrase. I'm using the example of quicksand because that's what it feels like when we are stuck in boxes that we have contorted ourselves into boxes in which we have shaved off our limbs, cut down our opinions, shrunk back, refused to speak up, and then submitted sometimes to terrible treatment, other times to maybe benign treatment on the surface, but it's slowly killing us inside. Can you relate to that? I am so passionate about helping women break out of these this bondage of shape-shifting, because I've lived it. The example in my life, the example that I can point to most poignantly is when I first got married to my husband, we were part of, of a church, and it was a very conservative church, and I love the church, so please do not think this is anything against the global church per se. But in this particular church culture, women were to be submissive to their husbands. Women were to submit to their husbands in all things. And of course, they would always back it up by saying that wives submit to your husbands and husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. And it can be a beautiful example of a marriage as long as it fits what both people want for their marriage. Of course, it's short on details, short on specifics, and I'm not bashing scripture. I love scripture. I love the Lord. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. It was the way that this church foisted and continues to voice its expectations on women that slowly killed me. I was told I am an unsubmissive wife so many, many times expectations of what a woman should have been like in that church is quiet and submissive and a quiet and gentle spirit. And those are beautiful things in all human beings. But if I didn't fit that mold, if I was too bold, too strong, too brash, too opinionated, I was an unsubmissive wife. I was an ungodly woman. And that was used as a weapon against me. Now, I'm a young wife, and I'm just getting to know the church of Jesus Christ. I didn't grow up in the church, and I am trying so hard to be a good wife, to fit in with these small groups of women that were just the coolest people. I loved these women, and still to this day. But it was like putting on a sweater made of wool, actually putting on a full bodysuit made of wool, the itching, the scratching, I just didn't fit. And when I became a stay-at-home mom, I didn't know I had ADD until 2010. I'm a stay-at-home mom and I am overwhelmed. I can't decide if I should do the laundry, change the baby, make dinner. I'm in puddles of tears because I don't know how to organize a home. I didn't grow up in a home with a good example of that. And I'm reaching out to these amazing women for help. And they're giving me one set of rules and one way to do things. And I'm, I'm flailing and I'm crying out for help. And I'm just trying so hard to be a good mom. 
And they tell me this is the way to do it. This is the expectation. This is a godly mom. This is a godly wife. This is a godly house. And I just cried because I never quite fit. And there was nobody, nobody telling me that there was a different way to do things. Nobody that came along and said, you are so strong and powerful. You are a beautiful example of a woman. You might just have a different way of doing things. And how can I learn from you? Well, sisters, I have that today. I have that in the Tony Robbins community and the Unleash Their Power Within community. In the legal community, I am looked up to and admired. And I am, I am told that I, the qualities that I bring simply because of who I am, not because I'm all that, but because of how I'm designed, they serve a beautiful purpose. They reach women that other women maybe couldn't reach. Nobody is saying you have to be like me. But I'm telling you, you need to be like you. My message today, sisters, is that you need to cease immediately shape-shifting who you are, how you were designed, what your strengths are, even what your weaknesses are. Stop trying to change your very essence to fit in. There's no rule that says you have to do that. If you believe that, I'm telling you, that's bullshit. And it's not serving you. It's destroying you. It's pushing you into the quicksand. You are pushing yourself into the quicksand. Those expectations are drowning you. They are changing you. And they are robbing me and the rest of the world of what only you can give and bring and contribute. Shape-shifting isn't going to serve you. Shape-shifting isn't going to serve little eyes that may be watching you to figure out how they should show up in this world. My daughters watch me. They tell me what they see. They admire how I love myself well now, but it's been a process. It's taken work. It's required growth and input and accountability and journaling and meditation and all the things. And I know that might sound overwhelming, so let me break it down. The very first thing you need to do to stop shifting your beautiful shape is to first recognize that you're shifting your beautiful shape to fit in. Very similar to AA or any kind of a program or I would say any kind of issue you got to work on. You got to admit you got an issue. So take a ruthless, viciously honest inventory of how you show up in this world. Do you show up taking up space that is congruent with how you are designed and who you are and what you believe and what you want? Or do you shrink back? Make yourself smaller. Choose to not speak up. Change what you value. Maybe you've even gone so far as to take actions that violate your core values. I'm not here to tell you what your values are. I'm not here to tell you what they should be. 
I'm here to invite you to do an inventory of what you value, what values you want to move away from, and what your primary purpose on this earth is. A couple episodes ago, I taught on the primary question. We all have a primary question that we show up in life with. Mine is, um, how can I more fully experience the love, grace, and connection my creator has for this beautiful life? Your primary question will often dictate what you're looking for. What is your primary question? If you're being honest, when you show up in this world, what is going on in your brain? How do you analyze what you should do, shouldn't do, should believe, shouldn't believe? My old primary question before Date with Destiny was why am I always too much and yet never enough? That led to constant shape-shifting, self-doubt, chiseling edges that I need to be the best me and do the work that I've been called to do in this world. There's always room for growth, but contortion, no way. So do a very honest self-reflection and ask yourself if you have a tendency to shift your shape to fit in. And then once you have answered that honest question, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that most women have some element of shape-shifting that robs them of the joy and purpose they were destined to live out on a day-to-day basis. So once you've identified your tendency to shape-shift, no matter how big or how small that tendency might be, the next thing you need to do is you need to be mindful of what you are putting in your brain in your ears, and in your life. You might have to make some decisions about things that you remove from your life. So what is going in your life and what needs to come out of your life? For example, if you are continually dieting on social media and comparison, not as a means of inspiration, but as a means of like, oh, I just don't measure up, cut it out. If Instagram's a problem, take it away. If Facebook's a problem, take it away. I don't care what it is. If that comparison is not inspiring you to do better, be better, go for bigger things, it is not serving you and it needs to go because it's going to lead to you wanting to shape shift your beautiful self to be a mold maybe you were never designed to fit into. Hard talk. Maybe there are some relationships in your life that need to go. This is not a call to divorce. I know I'm a divorce lawyer, not what I'm talking about. Maybe that's in the offing for you. Maybe that's something that you have known about for a long time, but I am not here to advocate, promote, or push you towards anything like divorce. So please do not hear that. And yes, you probably did just hear a horn go off because like I said, I'm on my front porch living my best life. Please try to ignore it and love me anyway. But let's go back to the relationships that might need to go. Are there friends in your life? that are not serving you? Are there relationships at work that are not serving you? You can put up healthy boundaries around friendships, no matter how long they are. I have a friendship that's 39 years. She happens to be one of the best thing that's ever happened to me and still is to this day. Gwen, I love you madly, completely, and forever. But there are sometimes long-term friendships that are around because of convenience, familiarity, and comfort. But are they really serving you? Or are they causing you to shrink back 
make yourself smaller, dream on a much smaller basis than you should be dreaming. Answer that question. It's a hard question and it might take some radical action. But if you are continuing to shape shift, you are continuing to contort yourself and deny your beautiful, beautiful self and the gifts that you know you have if you're being honest and fair to yourself like you would to your own daughter, you got to get rid of them. So be radically honest and then ask yourself, what am I putting in my mind? and my heart, and in my ears. And then thirdly, what needs to go? Who might need to go? Shape-shifting is a real thing. It is soul-killing. It's so much worse than freaking quicksand. <laughs> Although the horrors I have in my mind of what quicksand is and doesn't, <laughs> and the pervasiveness of it, well, that's a different topic. But... To be a girl out of order and fully embrace not fitting in as the perfect fit, you have to be honest with yourself about how you change who you are, how you are, and how you show up. And then you have to be better about what you put into your heart, your mind, your ears. Are you listening to incredible things? Are you listening to personal development work? Or are you dieting on things that make you feel less than, worse than, or maybe too much? As in the case of me, listening to church teachings that didn't fit who I am. That robbed me of years and years of parenting, joy, and of the ways I showed up in my marriage that didn't serve me or my husband and didn't model for my daughters what a real, healthy, gorgeous marriage should look like. I have that now, sisters. I have that now because I've done the work. I've removed that influence from my life. And I'm inputting people that are going where I want to go and believe in me and who I am and how I'm designed and see me for the goddess I freaking am. Yeah, that's right. My old people would have told me I was arrogant and prideful and needed to pray. I do pray. I pray every day that God will magnify the things in me that he wants to use for his good in this world to make the impact that only I can make. And I want that for you. I say this a lot to my daughters, to my clients, and I'm saying it to my Girl Out of Order community. You have something that only you can bring to this world and the world needs, sister, what only you can give. Why are you putting your light under a bucket? Why are you hiding your gifts because of some false ideal that somebody else gave you that doesn't even match up with what you want? Perhaps you even stopped asking what you want. Once you start removing those bad influences and putting in the healthy influences, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get clarity on what you want, who you are, what you're not, what you won't stand for. And guess what's also going to happen after that? This is what gets me so freaking fired up. Can you tell I'm on fire today? You're going to start taking massive, beautiful actions, XL actions that start moving your dreams to reality. 
And do you know why you're going to do that? Because you're going to know who you are, sister. And then you know what's going to happen? This world that is hurting and needs what only you can give is going to find out who you are and begin receiving the gifts that only you can give when you are dialed into your purpose. Let's remove those distractions of comparison. Let's remove the un helpful, disempowering expectations that others put on you and that you might be putting on yourself to meet what you think others might want. I know that you are born for more, destined for more. We are always growing. If we're not growing, we are dying. You do not shapeshift for anyone. No more It stops today. Do the work. Get honest. Start replacing negativity with positive input. You can't just remove stuff from your life, sister. You got to replace it with empowering, personal, goodness, richness, things that are congruent with your values. Because when you do an inventory and you figure out what you do value, guess what you want more of? What you value. When you do a personal inventory and you find out what values you have no tolerance for, guess what happens? You stop tolerating people and situations and jobs and all kinds of circumstances that move you towards values that you, sister, being dialed into your real purpose, start moving away from. You are born to be you. You are born to be the best version of you. You are born to be an emerging you. We are always growing, changing, contributing because those are the highest values. It's when we don't do that that we get and stay stuck. You don't need to stay stuck. You just need to stop shifting your gorgeous shape to fit somebody else's mold. I want to share a resource with you that gets me as fired up as you've heard me today. And that resource is a person. Her name is Jen Hatmaker, and she has a podcast called For the Love. She's written numerous books, and the one that I'm devouring right now that led to this shape-shifting message is called Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire. And I know when I say it out loud, you're probably going, well, that pretty much sounds like it was written for Christine. Yes. Jen Hatmaker is my spirit animal, and I'm speaking it into the universe that I will meet her and she will become part of my circle. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I am manifesting it, and I have been manifesting it. I'm going to continue manifesting it till the day we meet and the day I make her part of my life. Because this woman is so dialed in to accepting herself and other women as they are and seeing the glorious gifts in that person's womanhood. So if you don't know Jen Hatmaker, please become familiar with her. Please get her book. Listen to her podcast. She doesn't have to be completely for you, but there are nuggets in there and wisdom in there and a fire in her because she's walked a very similar path that I have walked. She has walked a path of going through the evangelical church and being completely blackballed. I will let Jen tell her own story in her own words, which she does very freely. But suffice it to say, she and I have had similar experiences with the church and coming into our own as strong women. 
So I really believe that she could be a great support. Going back to what I said in number two about inputting things into your mind that are going to solidify your commitment to no longer shift your gorgeous shape. Thank you so much for joining me for this message on shape shifting. It has just been on my heart. I really wanted to come in and just reaffirm the foundation for Girl Out of Order. At Girl Out of Order, we don't shape our shift. I knew I was going to do that. We don't shift our shape. Wow, say that time times fast. And let me try it again. At Girl Out of Order, we do not shift our beautiful shape for anyone. We love ourselves well. And at Girl Out of Order, we cultivate the bravery to show up as we are. We inspire one another to be bold, to show up and take up space as we are. And then we build bridges among all women, accepting other women as they are and not demanding that they shift their shape for us. I am so thankful that you join me for episode 21. As you can tell, I'm a little bit on fire on this topic, but I truly believe that one of the greatest ways that women can attain freedom is to stop shifting their shape and contorting themselves. If you are not part of our Girl Out of Order community, please, please, please get onto Facebook. Join our Girl Out of Order community. We have shifted it from just a podcast community to a community at large. And I am showing up in there, doing lives. I'm going to be doing more workshops and teachings. And there's going to be all kinds of tools that are coming down the pike and you don't want to miss out. I want you there. And I really need your help. Please help me get the message of Girl Out of Order out into this world. Please share a review on Spotify or um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this. A review will really help me move up the list and get the Girl Out of Order message out there because there are women around the world who need what this podcast can provide. So share this podcast with anybody you know. Share it on your social media. I could really use your support. Until next time, keep showing up as you are because remember, The world needs what only you can give.